broadcasting from a little liberal town known in Madison, Wisconsin. This is the Sauce Report. And your host today, Sauslin Timison. The Sauce Report is sponsored by Public Investments. Public Investment is a marketing firm out of New York City. It is a firm that I use in order to trade uh, stocks, also trade cryptocurrency, and now they have introduced NTFs. They're a great organization and they're a great company in order to start trading. And even if you're experienced or non-experienced, they can teach you along the way. I use Public Investments as a stepping stone to save for my future. After all, I want to have family of my own. And I'm sure I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck even after I retire. That's why I started early by investing and saving my money through public investing. You are more than welcome to check out public investments at publicinvestings.com to find more information. And if you're interested in uh, investing go with them, click on the link below on my link and then you will, they will help you get set up. And now that, but you get a share as a startup. How exciting is that? Once again, this episode is brought to you by Public Investments. Well, hello, and welcome to the Sauce Report. Well, I would like to wish you guys a happy Friday, and it is a very special day. You know, I'm excited because we get to, we finally made it to midterms, multiple colleges, multiple colleges around uh, this nation is officially hitting fall break as of today, the kickoff. I have to say, you know, going back to college was a phenomenal idea. You know, I loved going to college and I learned so much. And one thing that uh, is so great is when you look forward to those breaks, um, either if it's fall break or extended weekends. And, and there's nothing bigger accomplishment. To know that you have three tests all back to back and then you finish them and you can just sit back and like, oh, relax. How exciting is that? I absolutely love it. And so now, how cool is this then? We are then, the sauce report is going to go on uh, three different cities. Well, actually, we are in Milwaukee. That's city number one. And we're going to Boston. What, a New Hampshire area, East Coast, and that's going to be flying on JetBlue. So get ready for multiple uh, airline critiques and how the experiences are, because that is my goal for the SAS report. When we come back on Thursday, or it depends, to do an airline experience. And you're more than welcome to stay in touch on the, the, the social media platforms, my Instagram, TikTok, anywhere you see um my posts about the JetBlue and experience with the Southwest and American Airlines. And the cool thing is while we get to do all three of those airlines, then on the fourth episode, we're going to be doing a overall like Saucy's rating skills. <clears throat> and we're going to see which one to prefer. And I'm so excited. I absolutely love flying. But we're not going to be talking about, you know, travel. Well, we're going to be talking about traveling and we're also going to be talking about something else in college. But the cool thing is, is that I started watching this show called Dating No Filter. And I started re-watching the episodes. And that's what this episode is going to be talking about. Dating No Filter is a dating show 
in Los Angeles. That's based out of Los Angeles. And each episode has two couples at least. And I absolutely love it. Now, the why the variety age range is like around my age, like early 20s, mid 20s, and I think the oldest couple was early 30s. And the cool thing is that what I love about dating no filter is that they they pair up random people, of course, within the Los Angeles areas. Some of them are business owners, some of them are uh, just your average Joe Schmo people. Some of them own uh, art shows, art studios, and some of them are just teachers as well as uh, well into the professions. And I absolutely love this. And I have to say, um, it is just a very nice sit down movie or a show for uh, young adults. And I've taken some notes on what kind of dates to do. And I've taken some uh, annotations. But there's one. <clears throat> so along when you start watching the show, and I highly recommend you watching it, uh, it's on channel E, and you can find it, I think, on Hulu. Maybe. Yeah, you can find it on Hulu. You can find it on the E app. And the cool thing is that if you have subscriptions to, like, uh, Spectrum Live, mobile, or any of your uh, streaming services, you can connect it to channel E, and then you can catch up all the seasons. And there's only two seasons. I would like to see if there can be a third season. That would be very interesting. And so the cool thing is, is that through the episodes, okay, some of them are really, really weird. The couples are super duper weird. And so what it starts off is the beginning of the show talks about how, uh, like they talk about what they want to have, what kind of qualities they're looking for, and just a, uh, the instance like what they, what they want to look for and what they kind of do. The, and then it goes back on the girl or it goes back on the guy or the girl. And so then they either kind of talk about what they love, what they don't like. And so afterwards, they kind of, they tease you into it. So it's broken up into four sections. So the first two sections are the introduction slash getting into the event or into the first part of their date, which the first part of the date requires either to go painting or it requires you to do like tap dancing, maybe going skiing down the beach, a.k.a. Christmas episode, or doing something exciting. And so that is the first part. And I absolutely love this episode. When they had this individual, uh, this one gal, apparently she said, well, I'm bougie because I have blonde hair. And I kind of chuckled. I'm like, well, hot diggity dog. Why don't I get blonde hair? Maybe I'd be bougie if I had blonde hair, you know? And, and so <laughs> the cool thing is, is that not all of them, have to entail like getting blonde hair and some of them are like this one girl also stated well i have big earrings and big hoops and um and when the commentator saying well i have big hoops no one talks spanish to me and so it's you have multiple commentators comedians and i have to give a shout out to zach towers he did a phenomenal job uh talking with uh just doing a great commentary he does a phenomenal job and he continues to do this out of this world uh, of a job. I'm very proud of him. Uh, he is also out of Los Angeles. He's made a very good career out of his uh, hard work. And I mean, there's, I think that's one of the main, main commentators. There's two seasons. He's along with every single episode. Uh, Chappelle is in there. And I think 
there's other minor people which they're they're very well successful but either way he does a great job and it's interesting because you get a different standpoint so it's like not i wouldn't say it's dating no filter is more of a younger generation dating show because a bachelorette come on can we all say that the bachelorette is overrated i personally think it's overrated i never liked the bachelorette i think it's way too long i mean come on you either going to date him or you're not <laughs> i mean that's just me but the interesting part is, is that going back to the show so the couple starts off and he she's like well i have blonde hair and stuff and now there's some things i can't say on here because it's not quite appropriate but that's that's you're going to get that in this dating show and it's not i wouldn't say it's you child friend well it's not young kids show friend it's not kids show it's more of an adult comedy adult comedy romantic or romantic comedy adult version and so the interesting part is, is that they went on the beach and personally, I would never come up to a girl and say, what's up, Plato hater? I would never say that. You know, I would never want it. That's a horrible way of introducing yourself. If I were a guy, you know, well, I am a guy. And if I were to go up to a girl, I'd be like, hey, how's it going? You know, introduce yourself by doing that. And you never go in for, I always go in for a hug. You'd be like, hey, how's it going? Because by the time you're, when you're going on your first date, come on. Let's think about it. We, you pretty much get your red flags out of the way. You talk about what you like, what you like, what you don't like, and you just text over things. And I think that's what the dating no filter does. But then it allows you to actually interact with the couples, and that's actually the first date. So I would go in for a hug. I'm a hugger, you know. Now I don't do side side hugs. Those are weird. And so the interesting part is, is that they went for a weird hug. And then they went and built, it was a sandcastle episode. And I, I thought it was absolutely funny because this, this guy named Chris Cross came up. And what are the odds? There's so many different occupations I never knew people had. Number one is sandcastle. I didn't know you could actually get paid as a sandcastle builder and get paid to build sandcastles for other people. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, a dog walker. I didn't know a dog walker is actually an occupational uh, thing that people make dog walking as a career and they can be very successful. A nanny is another thing that I thought was more of a high school thing. But apparently uh, Los Angeles is big enough where they can have nannies as full time. And another job, another thing that I didn't know was axe throwing. You know, that's when I realized I'm like, man, because it was filmed in 2021 slash 2020. And it was interesting because Axe Throwing became a new thing, and I thought it was very fascinating. And next thing you know, it starts popping up across uh, Midwest, and it's, it's a new trendy thing to bring couples on. And now that, but then the rage rooms. I didn't know you could people actually had rage rooms. You can make a business out of rage rooms. And I absolutely love this. So this brings on, before we go back on the old couple, uh, the, the, the castle couple, the other couple that I was talking about with the rage room, this girl wanted to bring her divorce papers because she apparently recently divorced her husband. And so she was sick and tired of it. And so then this guy's like, whoa, like this is a brand new thing. Come on. And so the interesting part is, is that she went and uh, she beat up a printer. They went and did a bunch of damage to a bunch of stuff. And I've never been to one of those things, a rage rooms. Those would be very fascinating to go to. 
I don't know. I wouldn't be able to break stuff, actually. I'm more of a person that takes things apart. Give me a screwdriver or give me sledgehammer. Well, not sledgehammer. Give me something to unscrew and take apart. Because I think if you have to go to a rage room, you have to get angry first. And she apparently was very angry about her husband or anything else. And it's also interesting. Some of the activities they go on, they do on the shows through all things. Each season is broken up, I think, with 18 different shows or maybe 20, 20 episodes. And then you, they have the Christmas episodes that are two extra episodes. So it's interesting because those are considered the Christmas specials. And so some of the activities I absolutely loved was when they went painting. And this guy went, and I didn't know that you can actually get really drunk from painting. It's called sip and paint. That's the thing that I've never done before. Is it on my bucket list? After watching the show, it might be. But I'm more of a sip and paint, maybe iced tea, because I don't really drink alcohol, or I don't really drink wine, because you have to have a fine taste to drink wine. And plus, it's got to be super duper expensive. But apparently, the guy, uh, he was wearing a, a jacket. And the girl came in and she's like, what, what are you wearing? And the jacket said, what? W-U-T. And I absolutely, just absolutely um, loved it. And it was actually funny. And that whole day, the whole episode, that couple ended up being like positivity, too much positivity. And I absolutely love that. The other two commentators, the other two gals that are commentators that also stayed through the whole episode, they also stayed, um, they do cheers for every time that they cheer. You would, I counted over 14 different times they cheered. And sometimes I didn't know you could get so positive and you can see right through how too much positivity gets a drag. And it's so, it's actually funny, but really sad, you know, and they cheered to water, you know, they gave say, ah, oh, water, nature's preserver. You have all your resources. And it's like, okay, come on, it's basic. And either the guys are either or the clearly that guy was, I think, on something like either psychedelic shrooms, but we don't know. But he was way out of there. And I absolutely love. And then this brings me to you never know what the people are on. So I'm guessing that artist was on shrooms. But another dating couple, the gal that I talked to you about with the big hoops, well, apparently she was eating dinner and and. Uh, and her significant other that she was going on a date with, she started talking about how her dad kidnapped her and how she had to be like, like there's a, according to her, her dad's like, well, there's a lot of people that don't like me and if they're going to get to me. They're going to have to get to you. So he pretended to kidnap his daughter. That's a little weird. That's traumatizing actually. And so the interesting part is, is that, while she was eating and while she explained it to that, she stopped and she's like, this, she's like, whoa, what just, and then she just like put down her, like her, I think burrito or something like that. And, and it was interesting because one of the commentators said, this weed is so strong. And I thought it was just, it's kind of hilarious, you know, um, along with, the different couples, you get to see what you really want in a relationship. You know, for me, I kind of take side notes, but would I take, would I take any of those considerations? No, I wouldn't take painting because I'm not a painter. Uh, number one, I wouldn't go up and, and bring person to go drinking. That's another thing I wouldn't want to do. Uh, that's number two. Number three, 
I would have to say, like, you know, the first date, I think it's very important that you just are yourself. And it's interesting because you learn so much from that episode. You learn so much from that show. Same, either people put up a fake facade, try to act like as if there's something they're not. And all their girl is trying to figure out is, okay, I want to know who you really are, you know? And just give me like you're authentic. And see, I feel like that this is, the show does a great job giving that opportunity for um, allowing you to see different perspectives and different sides. Whereas some of them, some of the authentic people, they do give all them sides. They say they're 100%. And it's not so weird, you know, and it's not so many innuendos inside the shows. And I think it's absolutely fascinating. Some of the couples do work out. Some of them don't. And I, you know, the commentators, again, you know, they're very successful. Uh, they just absolutely love it. And they do a great job. And and <clears throat> they are just absolutely phenomenal. It's like a comedy. And it's more of a show that I would highly recommend watching after work or maybe watching like around 10 o'clock at night, two episodes. Each episode is about 23 minutes long. And well, maybe without commercials, depends if you have ads or no ads. And and another thing is at the end of the show, you get to find out the couple's work. So this is where the two parts, out of the four parts I mentioned, the last two parts is during the, the beginning, beginning of the date, and it's where they directly talk to them, ask certain questions, see if they're interested, what are their hobbies, and this can go on. And that's the first part. And then they get to see how they eat, whether if you share and stuff. So my question I've thought to myself is, do I love to share? Like if I were to sit down with my significant other, would I want to share? Or am I just a person that has a hoard, like get food? Well, personally, I'm more of a person that doesn't share. Yeah, I know that's really bad. But I'm sorry, I'm a guy. I love my food. And if a girl wants to share, that's a no-go on my end. You know, get me to, and because then I'm going to have to get more food afterwards. So might as well fill up on the first time around instead of going the second time around. And so another thing is, is that I think I'm more of a sit down person. And I, you know, it was interesting that there was another coffee episode where the, the, the two couples, they loved coffee so much that they drank coffee during the day. And then they had coffee and she's like, well, let's do cheers since it's not alcoholic. And they did a cheer. And it was interesting because the whole conversation talked about coffee and talked about uh, something else I'm not going to mention because it's not appropriate for the listeners. And so it was interesting that they talked. It was a very uncomfortable conversation they had. So you never got to see if they were going to work out. Now, some of the couples do work out. and We get to see two dates or three dates afterwards. For instance, on a Christmas episode, there were these two individuals they they did a puppy date and they took pictures for um, a charity and then they ended they ended up taking a picture together and next thing you know they absolutely ended up working out together and then they did a follow-up and they had to thank dating no filter for setting them up and those are the greatest stories i absolutely love and i absolutely that just warms your heart because there is love for each and every single person out there and after watching all the shows and after taking critique notes and after just hearing what the commentators have to say, 
the big gist of it, the big aha moment that I got is number one, don't judge the book by its cover. Number one. Number two, don't really, um, don't act weird on dates, you know, for the girl and the guy. Don't act weird. Be happy for who you are. Number three, always find something interesting to do. You know, don't make it like uh, just, hey, let's go walk in the park or let's do something just boring. Don't do that because that's not going to be energetic. That's not going to be who you are. I'm an adventurous person. If I were to do my first rendition of a date, I know you're probably going to also think this is weird. Now, we probably go on minor dates before we go on a big date. But the first big date would probably go into a Brewers game or going to a Packer game or going to somewhere else where you have to go and attend an event or either horseback riding on Lake Michigan or maybe going down to Pensacola. That'd be an awesome trip. That'd be an awesome date. And all, yes, and we would have to fly if we were to go to Pensacola or if we go to New York City. Well, when we wouldn't be going to New York City. We're probably going out towards the West Coast. And we would have to fly because I want to make sure if she can handle the, the flying and if she can handle, uh, have that independence. Because you'd be surprised. A lot of people have never flown and a lot of people have never left their state. That is one thing that I am absolutely shocked. Just like there was another episode in Dating Filter where this one individual, he stated that he had a skeleton in his closet, one leg. This guy jumped. He didn't like the relationship so bad, so he left a leg in his uh, in his closet. And then it ended up being that individual said, well, have you voted? And he's like, well, apparently it was politics. And sure enough, that's another thing that I would recommend staying away from. Don't talk about politics because that doesn't, that doesn't go well. Uh, that's another thing I've also learned watching this show. And another thing I've also learned is, you know, when you go – Always cover the tab. You know, if things don't work out, try to bring the conversation lively. Talk about the girl, number one. Have the conversation keep going. Not Don't have dull moments. Don't have, like, dry moments in the conversations. That's number two. Number three, act a little flirty. Like, spice it up. Spice up the conversation a little bit. That's the fourth one. That's what I've learned from this whole dating note, dating note filter. It was absolutely phenomenal. So with this in mind, guys, I hope you have an awesome day. And I would recommend watching Dating No Filter and see what you think about it. Hope you guys have an awesome day. And remember to keep us saucy. Bye. You just heard an episode of The Sash Report, a podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and anywhere you hear a podcast. Remember, guys, hit that like and follow button. See you next time, and keep it saucy.